the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. During the next two hours, our experts will help you with your gardening questions when you call 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Or come by Millburgers during the show and have your question answered in person. And now it's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9 30 a.m. The answer. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch. Mark Peterson, you got enough uh, cord there? You okay? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you okay. just fine. All right. Can you hear me? Yes, I can All hear right. you. All right. And usually it's Calvin we're asking. I know. Uh, but welcome I, to the show. I can hear. All right. Well. All right. Uh-huh. We are here at Mill Burgers at 1604 and Bull Road, and we're ready to talk gardening with you. There's probably a little bit of uh, gardening anxiety going on right now. Uh, <laughs> is that the wind? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it surprises me, too, that you guys, you guys told me that it's already below freezing, which is... Yeah, right now, yeah. according to uh, weather.gov, uh, let's see. Hold on, I'll get the latest. It is 28 degrees, and that's the real temperature. That's not the... Uh, wind chill. Wind chill, yeah. But, uh, and there was uh, Milton and I were outside, uh, and we were experiencing some precipitation. If you're listening yeah. to the show and you are headed to the Great Lakes... Uh, you want to be careful. Uh, they have snevy, heavy snow advisories. We call that Jerusalem, <laughs> the holy country. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupted y'all. But, yes, as we uh, as we were walking up here, there was some uh, just a little light. Yeah. It was like just, kind of misty yeah. almost. But um, Well, the problem I see with that uh, already getting down to 28 is that it kind of lays waste to my uh, uh, theory that if you as long as we don't get 24 hours in a in a row, though oh, freezing, yeah. but we, you know, we will now probably because yeah, we, we will get what is what is four days? Uh, let's three see. days is 72. Yeah, let's see. Uh, four is uh, uh, slight chance of uh, freezing rain before nine nine p.m. tonight. Uh, temperature, temperature, temperature. Where's it supposed to get above? Oh, low around 25. Today, but well, and they were. This still is predicting a high near thirty-four. We'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, it doesn't say the time. I could do no, the hour. No, no. Uh, wait, uh, today. Oh, today. This Tom- supposed to be tomorrow. Uh, chance of freezing rain and sleep before nine a.m. Mm-hmm. And then a chance of freezing rain between nine a.m. and noon. Cloudy with a high near thirty-five. Uh, chance of precipitation twenty. So high near thirty five tomorrow. Um, I could check out another forecast and see whether. Well, that's that's consistent with my. Oh, it is. Uh, Monday night mostly cloudy, low around uh, twenty two, blustery, northeast winds. Um, could reach as much. Oh, it could reach as high as thirty five. So we had the wind and the cold. What is the low? The coldest that the, the, the low shows for this for this week. Week. Uh, looks like Tuesday night. 
uh, is 19. Okay. But I saw 19 for tonight, too. That's like better than the 15. But. Right. Yeah. Right. When, when we get down below 19, in single digits and below 19, that's always so worrisome. That's been my experience over the past 40 years. That's get the single digits or the low teens. That's when a lot of mortality occurs. Mm. So, so if it stays in the 20s, and we used to like say, you can get your Satsuma, your Arctic Frost. It will survive 25 oh, for my. a short period of time. Well, okay. Basically, all I have left are limes. Yeah. Uh, no. And uh, I've got, I covered them today, but I yeah. haven't got them adequately covered yeah. to deal with uh, 19 yeah. yet. And, and again, limes are the most cold, cold sensitive. Uh, lemons are the next, and then we get into the satsumas. The different varieties. Yeah, and the different varieties, and then the Changsha tangerine is the most cold tolerant. Oh, how cold is Changsha? Oh, we can get down to the teens. How, how does, got, I do have a Changsha. How does that taste? It's seedy. Seedy? Yeah. Okay. The, it's, it's, it tastes, tastes very good. It, it tastes very good, but it's seedy. That's why Mr. Moy was trying to cross the Mandarin yeah. with the Changsha. Wanted to get the cold temperature, uh, and the, the mandarin orange, the satsumas, uh, don't have a lot of seed. Few okay, of, so this would, so it would be the combination. Okay. Uh, and, yeah, and are those, uh, like, do we sell Changsha? We used to. Yeah, yeah. we uh, used to, yeah. Okay, okay. It's hard to find now. Yeah, Is it? it? Yeah, it's hard Was that one it. of the ones that would be like its own root thing because of its freeze tolerance? I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Well, at the, well Trace has joined us, by the way, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> the old ones are on their own roots because mine froze completely. At, you know, that uh, record freeze we had, and then it's it's back now. But um, yeah, I yeah. imagine. But I do imagine the weather is on everybody's mind. Gosh, yes. It's uh, it's already below freezing, Trace, and we expected it to stay above freeze today. I thought it was above. I've got 28, uh, according to, to weather.gov. What do you got? According to trace.gov. <laughs> according to trace, the weather, the temperature. Oh, oh dear. That, that face didn't <laughs> What are you getting? Well, I had one that said 28. Okay. I got one that says 36, which is what I saw. Really? Oh, oh I'll yeah. take the 36 one. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure it's better. Yeah. But it is, feels like 28. That, yeah, that's I got cold. one that says 24. Oh, did 36 change? No, I have no. three. Never trust one. Oh, that's smart. So I look at three. Where are your go-tos? Uh, yeah, you know what? Look, I got this for, uh, uh, I think that's weather.com. That's so 30, it says that, 36. Is that the one on your phone? Yeah. yeah. The one that comes on my phone says 36. Yeah. The, weather, yeah. the weather channel said 28. Mm. And the one that looks like a ladybug. You know what I wonder? Weather, bu- weather bug says 24. Uh, uh, that well, weather bug. So somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. I wonder exactly. if it's uh, the 28 and 24 are the uh, wind chill. No. No? Okay. All right. That's weird that it's a whole 10 degrees difference. Who do we talk I, to about says, this? I'm sure one of them is probably showing the airport. Yeah. Oh, which is, is it colder at the airport? Or warmer. No, it should be warmer because okay. it's further south. Mine does show the airport, and it's 33 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's just cold. <laughs> it's a myth three. 
That's a meth free. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes, it is. All right, 210-308-8867. You could still come by and visit with us, uh, like uh, the man yesterday who had the plumeria questions. Uh, we're just sitting inside, so come join us in the, the two-story, and you can ask your gardening question in person. Uh, what else is going on, Trace? <laughs> it's a, Yeah. So it was a surprising day yesterday. Really? Blankets and frost cloth all in the morning, which was expected. Yeah. House plants after four. Yeah, I saw people walking well, into I the... I mean, quantity of house plants, cartloads. Really? Like for businesses? That's wonderful. No, but, no uh, earthly idea. Well, I mean, I did see people, even when we were on the porch, just kind of walking out of the uh, the greenhouse and... I, I, I went and get what were they getting? Uh, do you remember? Do you remember? It was uh, some of everything. <laughs> okay. Some people were buying big stuff. Some people were buying handfuls of little stuff. Hmm. Well, I was amazed. I went and got some uh, uh, cloth uh, fabric for cold town. But there was there was a lot of people over there buying material. In fact, while while I was there, Trace was refilling refilling some of the boxes of, oh, okay. of, of the material. And then, uh, and then I went ahead and got some of the uh, large pieces, which worked. It works pretty slick, especially when you're expecting wind. If you got you got uh, spare. Right, the the big ones that are pre-cut that uh, trace cut. No, this was not pre. Yeah, they had pre-cut, but the, the, this they cut me some twenty footers because I saw another gardener was there, and then he was. He had obviously done it before, so I just followed his lead, and, and uh, that was much easier. So, Trace, you were talking about uh, different products yesterday, and I didn't—I wasn't aware of all of them. What, what again? You had a, f- a blanket and a well, I don't necessarily. Have, I don't have them all anymore. Blankets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had three three sizes that had drawstrings in them. Yeah, I think was... we still got those. Oh, okay. good. Uh, we do not have the big sheet of planket anymore that was like uh, 12 by 20 or something mm-hmm. like that. That's gone. The big roll is gone. Uh, and then we have the normal, regular white one at uh, 10 by 12. And then we still have some of that in the bulk rolls. Although not too much. If you need that, hurry. First two transactions of this morning were <laughs> 50 foot and 50 foot. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Well, with this kind of this kind of weather kind of motivates you, you know. Yeah, just like me, kind of. Uh, I wonder if what, what I should cover, how aggressive yeah, I should um, get, and then uh, you go outside and it's cold like it was, and I said, "Well, I guess that answers my question." Yeah, I either got to do some serious covering and uh, cold protection, or I'm going to be faced with the, uh, damage. So, well, do we get below freezing this morning? No. No. Okay. Oh, well, not at least well, not I was when landscape. I got here. It was 30. Oh, was it 30? Okay. Well, according to one of my apps, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, no, that's it. It could have, <laughs> one of could have actually apparently been 50. <laughs> and uh, 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 Yesterday, I'm, uh, bird, well, my bird bass had frozen. This, oh, really? This morning, no. Okay. So we did cover, I know, uh, maybe I should talk for uh, a friend of mine. <laughs> yeah. Are you asking for a friend? Asking for a friend. Uh, covered their cyclamen, which was too heavy to bring inside, uh, but did not bring them inside. 
So what should they expect? Death or just no, blooms I'm falling pretty off? Pretty sure just blooms gone. Good. Okay. Well, I don't even think the blooms will be gone because I, for years I've only covered it when it was uh, well uh, below freezing. Okay. Uh, we used to have uh, snow on on the cyclamens. You know that was a big picture promotion. That oh. So here here they are with snow on them. And, uh, Snow's service. an insulator, though. Yeah, I was going to say uh, I've learned that snow is an insulator uh, from somebody. But uh, uh, if it's below, you know, if it's below twenty eight, then you do need to cover cyclamen. I, I couldn't bring Whoppy in the Whopper begonia. Maybe that's not a great name. Uh, yeah, well, he doesn't have a name anymore. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could have a name, a skeleton. No, <laughs> it did so nicely. Skinny stems. <laughs> yeah. I, so I count on you, Milton, because now I know I get to sell another one. <laughs> yes, you do. We were so happy with that one. Yeah, absolutely. All right, 210-308-8867. If you've got a question uh, about the cold and what you should do, if you just got a gardening question, what about some of the uh, veggies and stuff? Uh that are outside. Don't worry about your winter vegetables like spinach or. Uh, if it were spinach, I would just harvest it. Okay. And uh, the gr- let the ground protect the root. Okay. Well, of uh, course, tomatoes get that was all. Yeah, they're done. Yeah. Um, broccoli, yeah, I would cover the broccoli. And you're cold. Unless, unless you got. <laughs> you're yeah. done. Air history, <laughs> archives, ice age, test pattern. They're gone. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> but the, yeah, but you get you harvest like traces. You harvest the greens that you can use, and then the, the tops will probably freeze that you don't use. But they'll okay. a lot of them will come back. Yeah, they'll okay. get a little mushy, but they'll come back. Okay. And the onions, they kind of flop over. Oh, will they perk up again though? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because aren't isn't that one of the signs that they're ready? Is when they flop over? Not when they're three inches tall. So. Okay, well, that's what I was trying to figure out. So, Okay, so don't pick them yet. No, actually, they're, most of them are about seven inches tall right now. Okay. How tall do they get when you can pick them when you're waiting for them to flop over? 18 plus. 18 oh, okay. Okie doke. All right, so that's don't worry about that too much. Herbs and stuff, same thing, or they're just going to... Depends on what they are. Okay. Are there good winter herbs for cold weather herbs? Well, in general, rosemary, but the last two winters have been yeah. enough to take them oh. We We learned that the prostate Parsley. didn't do as good as the upright. The okay. Upright did better. Um, cilantro is a fall or fall winter. Yeah. Okay. Herb, although I'd still cover it. Yeah. Parsley. Parsley, dill. Uh, with chives. Okay. Chives are kind of like onions. So same uh, a lot of the mint will freeze down yeah. and come back yeah. out. They'll come back. Good. Okay. That's a good thing. Why? We, no, because mint. Yeah, the mint, you. because yeah. it'll get out of control if you don't, aren't careful. Okay. So it's like nature's. Oh, nature's own little. We're pruning. Well, yeah, we can talk. I guess uh, we'll see whether y'all want to go into this. Not what people will see come Wednesday. Like, how quickly do you notice... Like if I have a shrimp plant, okay, which is a, a perennial, a, a root-hardy perennial? Correct. Okay. Uh, so is it, how quickly will it die down to the ground? And I know it'll come back because it has. Um, did you cover it or do you not cover it? It's not covered. Then it will be brown. Yeah, right. Uh, Pretty uh, soon? Almost immediately. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Turks cap, same. Same. Okay. 
Um, the uh, correct me if I'm oh. wrong, but the cells explode. Correct? Yeah. The what? The cells explode. They they do. Oh, that's horrible. So, uh, and then the reverse is uh, some plants are able to tolerate cold. Why? Because they create their own little antifreeze in the cells. So uh, otherwise, the cells explode. Okay. And then the next question we will get uh, next Saturday is going to be: Should I cut it down? And that kind of depends on what it is as well. What's that? It depends on what it is as well. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Uh, sometimes yeah. that's winter insulation. Uh, yeah. Oh. And if you cut it, you get new growth, and you get further dieback if we freeze again. Oh, which I think uh, is coming up. As a rule. As a as rule. As a general rule. Mark's rules. Yeah. Because uh, Friday we, night is around, the low is around 29, yeah. by the we way. Try, we try to say for our, our furry and feathered friends, uh, for the uh, food and shelter aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, a lot of people, in January, that's their time to whack it all down to the ground. Regardless. Oh, okay. Uh, if we had a freeze or not. That, that's their time to do it. Make the yard neater. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're not worried about the low-flying birds? Yeah. Well, a lot of people are. Okay. Obvious. It's obvious. Yeah. yeah, it's obvious because so many gardeners respond to the to bird feeding and... Uh, do they have? Do they have heated? But, uh, I guess that, that that's a little inconsistent because a lot of good gardeners don't necessarily pay attention to the low flying birds, <laughs> or or okay. they're more they're more into they're more golf course in, yeah. looks than oh than um, well, lots of cover. Okay, I was going to ask something, but I forgot. Okay, all right, two one zero three. You'll come back. Melon is getting older and older. I know it's terrible. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh yeah, we can talk about sago palms, but you want to talk preventive uh, pre twenties uh, when they start to get silly. Right. So okay, cover it. And okay. Ooh, that would be yeah. a great thing for you with your drawstring. It would with your drawstring blanket. Uh-huh. Well, Do you cut them back at all? Okay, so if, if I can't get the blanket yeah. over the full sago. Then let it do what it's going to yeah. do and yeah. then cut off the damage. All right. And 99% of the time it'll come back. Yeah, I think that we learned that last well, time. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. swore during Yuri that oh, yeah. 95% were, were all going to die. Yeah, you were killing them all. I made a mistake. <laughs> I was the holdout. <laughs> were you? Yes. I were you that just let you see what yeah. happens? Yes. Okay. Good for you. It's not your first uh, gardening rodeo? No. <laughs> All right. But I think, too, the sago palms are uh, surprisingly responsive to just a basic covering. I don't yeah. think anybody's, not too many people use heat sources on sago. No, they just throw a blanket over it. Yeah. And that seems to work. If you don't do anything, it, they show a lot of damage. But but they're uh, not, they don't require a lot of heat. Okay, so there's a... Famous last words. No, maybe. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road on 930 AM. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Uh, you might think this is a weird time to talk about pest control, but actually what's interesting is when talking to Warren Remy this weekend, cold weather brings the uh, 
little critters out, not just the uh, ones that want to get in the attic where it's warm, but also the ones that are coming out of the cabinets like ants and roaches and other things. Uh, so you may notice with the freeze more activity is what he said. Um, so if you do and uh, you want a great pest control company to help you take care of it, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control has been doing this now, helping businesses and residents keep uh, pest free since 1976. Uh, you can give them a call. Go to uh, 210-656-3721. What is it? Whoops, hold on. 210-656-3721. Okay. 210-656-3721 or GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. You'll find about all the services they offer. Uh, you'll find out about specials. They've got some uh, terrific little features uh, on there and information. So uh, go go check them out if you uh if, if you're in the uh, dissatisfied with who you're doing right now, or you, uh, they've, got, they've got a great staff. Too. Yeah, they really do. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Um, I was going to check another weather forecast. Uh, you got a? Why do you want to depress us? No, I just wanted to get a. No, he wants another one. Yeah, we got, we got three. Oh, oh. you got yeah, three. Yeah, we got three ranging. Let's go four. Huh? He wants to confuse us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, well, Frankie Calvin, that's not very hard. <laughs> All right. I'll go with uh, Steve's old station. Which, so which, which okay. one are we? I'm going to check out KSAT and see what they say. Okay. Steve. I'm going to try. But what else is going on, gentlemen? What else uh, should we be talking about for folks to help? Well, it's hard to talk about anything other than the, the freeze well, damage, uh, protecting the freeze damage. Right. I do, I do want to be positive. Oh, good. Uh, after Yuri, what we found um, is that a lot of native plants, didn't, it didn't phase them. Mm. Uh, not a lot of uh, non-native plants, and a lot of those were, were subtropicals or tropicals. You know, didn't, didn't do very well at all. Uh, but the native plants, if you stuck primarily with native plants in your, in your landscape... Uh, you didn't have much of a problem. There was some dieback, uh, but they seemed to rebound back. March, April, they came right back. So, I don't, yeah, if your if your landscape is primarily native plants, then you should be okay. So, cross fingers. Okay. Well, and there's some things, and I don't know if these are natives or not, but that it's it's almost. Uh, um, Almost. A pleasure to kind of watch them come back. Like, uh, uh, I imagine the blue plumbago will die down to the ground, but it comes back pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snapdragons may pause. Yeah. Stocks will. Yeah. Um, so yeah. will the calendula. Okay. The, would you say they pause? Well, that's just a typical pattern for snapdragon. Yeah. Now, it's pretty late in the year for their pause. Let's see. It's almost yeah. February. Um, so they may have trouble, but they they usually have a second bloom period. Right, and that's, then, wh- that's why Calvin and I like them. Uh, the, the yeah, they're good. They're a good plan. Um, let's see. Yeah, but a lot of almost none, uh, none of the the plants we have as uh, decorative annuals in the winter time are are natives. Yes, but, but uh, what we're doing is we're trying to take advantage of their. They're blooming and their tolerance for cool weather 
but they uh, well, most of them don't tolerate uh, freezing weather. Right. I think about salvias. Uh, I thought Trace was going to mention salvias. Mm. Now they will they will freeze and freeze back, uh, but they rebound quickly, and those are the ones that uh, lots of times just go. Oh, it's a bunch of dead sticks and leaves, and might as well just cut it. What do you think will happen to your uh, rescue grass and annual bluegrass? Mm, I'm thinking nothing. No, I think it will. You think it'll knock it down? It fr- yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm thinking it'll freeze it. Oh man, freeze the stems. It's all I got looking good. But I, uh, yeah. It, let's see. It's only it's first of February. Mm-hmm. You'll probably get some reseeding, but you probably won't have the base die. So, I think you'll you'll have a retreat. It won't be green and lush, but uh, yeah, it's a question of uh, what'll happen. Because let's see, how long will it yeah. mark? Normally, it's, it's I'm, not I'm done th- about May. Yeah, I'm thinking a third to half of the blade will will discolor. Okay. Either uh, kind of a I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like a green. A, well, it's, it's been through the freeze, and all of a sudden they discolored it out. They turn a certain green color, or they'll turn brown. But I bet I bet you're right. That's what will happen. Everybody about the the blades of the leaves will. And there's just some some of the uh, broadleaf, uh, oh hen bits, hen yeah. bit, and uh, what's the other one that's sidekick for hen bit? Uh, sidekick is straggler daisy, commonly called horse herb. Yeah, that's uh, one. well. Horse uh, herb will be uh, <laughs> flattened. Uh, they don't like the cold, but the uh, uh, I don't know. I'm uh, trying to. Re- I think the hand uh, bit hand bit will be uh, flattened too, and uh, and the hmm. uh, oh, uh, some uh, some of the. See, I'm trying to think of any of the broad leaves that will. Oh, bedstraw. Yeah, yeah. That's what we fight with every yeah. winter and spring bedstraw. Oh the, yeah, the, the yeah the clingy bright green yes. one. Well, I think the dogs and everything. Else. I think the bed the bed straw will be celebrating because all the <laughs> okay. all the rescue grass yeah. and the hen bit are going to be out of its way, so it can oh great move o- move in and take over. So that yeah that'll be that's an interest. It's going to be an interesting dynamic, for sure. Okay, KSAT has it as thirty. Has it what? Has it at thirty one degrees. Okay. Well, we'll trust. Okay. We'll trust that. Calvin and I will trust uh, Steve Brown. Where, what, what's happening over there? I don't know why I'm breaking up this. I know. Do you, do you have uh, is your coat large enough? I'm teasing Mary because okay. she's got a, a yeah, park got on a huge for she's Minnesota got, weather. Yeah, she's got a puffy, uh, and it's full length almost. Yeah, I'm not going through another freeze like that again without a long Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were pretty cold, shivering. And uh, what did you do for your uh, butterfly, certified butterfly garden? Anything anything special? Uh, I covered up a few, like the, just to protect a little bit. The milkweed area with the passion vine growing out of the ground right there. It's a little sensitive to the cold. It never comes up. At the same spot every year, it's a different spot. So I'm trying to get it to come up in the same spot, but uh, the root system comes up somewhere else. I went ahead and covered the uh, that the large flowered uh, 
white-flowered uh, milkweed. Oh, that, yeah. That we had such a huge production of uh, monarch Oh, your, caterpillar. Your, the, the, the South African right. one, right. Yeah. I don't know that it'll make it through the freeze. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it I'm sure not, is beautiful, though, isn't it? Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think I'll, I'll put really a heat source. I, I don't think, think I'll put a heat source there, but I, th- I just cover it to see. You have it in the ground, right? Yeah. I think the root system, I'm hoping the root system will come back if it top freezes. We'll see. Do, we, how, do some of our other, other gardeners have it uh, in containers still? I haven't been in contact with okay. anybody that bought it telling me what they're doing. But, this, uh, is, this is a... Uh, yeah, this is an exotic milkweed that uh, really is uh, large, mm-hmm. large-growing, big flowers and uh, big leaves. Really attracted uh, late in the season. Yeah, and the monarchs were covering it up. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately, they're probably not going to be alive now. Yeah. Well, we had a few, mm. we had the babies. Uh, or the, the, the good news, yeah. sir, if we in, had. If it's in a chrysalis, is that going to die too? Yes, oh. they're, they're not cold hardy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if they're. Uh, just hatching. It's a long trip to yes the force in Mexico City. To yeah, it's too late a trip. They're yeah. not going to try. Yeah. So uh, you know, one of the coworkers is trying to keep them alive. Yeah, she's our our monarch mama. Yeah, Allison. She had two passed away. Oh but no. I think it's from the stress of being in a small confined area. So, oh. but she can't really do anything about it. She's going to try to keep the others alive hmm. long enough to set them free. Well, whatever we can learn is, is good yeah. for us. You can make your own butterfly house in your house. Just to you know, I wonder, if she wonder could what just you could plant houseplant-wise that butterf- well, the monarchs I, would I, like. I'm, you would, be, uh, would not be surprised because I moved my, a lot of my cyclamen in the house. Right. The cyclamen that were in, are in containers. That's, yeah. that's a, yeah, the fifth of the containers aren't too large. That's not I that's call a them, good I call them pets and pots for that reason. You've got to be prepared to... Put them away in case it gets really cold. All right. Uh, Thank you. And I'm going around the place doing what the guys don't seem to remember to do every year, and that's open the valves of the water. Oh. You know, of I uh, I already I already opened a couple of mine because I I was telling Milton that I my thousand uh, dollar water bill last year. Yeah, Ooh. that wasn't taught me, uh, taught Yeah, me. you opened the valves. <laughs> what are the valves? Yeah, the hose bib valves. Spigots. Oh, oh, spigots. spigots. Okay. Yeah, the water got turned off, but the air left the water up into the... They didn't open the valve, so there's still water up in the faucet. Oh, okay. And it's freezing. Is that what homeowners do, though, or no? What everybody seems to do. Oh, that's part of part of right. your, your. But they were dri- they weren't they were dripping. Yeah, they so, were dripping inside so, though, not outside. Yeah. So yeah. what Mary's saying is they're bleeding. The bleeding the spigots, they're bleeding the valves. So well, we turned the water off, but yeah. there's still water in the valve, right. so we still have to open right. the valve even if you turn oh, okay. the water I off. I got you. Right. Bleeding it, the water out. Yeah, because the suction is up there, and you got to release that tension. So. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you, Mary. See you all later. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number two call us with your gardening question. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just uh, give us a yell. What else uh, do we want to inform folks of? Why are you going back and forth? Well, I'm just rocking. Our, our figs I'm trying to stay awake with yeah. uh, no, I was, the aquarium. I was bragging on figs. Uh, are figs going to die yes. down to the ground? But, oh. but they come back so quickly. Well, and I didn't 
because David was doing such a great job. I didn't interrupt him, but but those I have three can't miss fruit trees uh, for San Antonio. Okay, so, Mark, we, we need like a, a, a fanfare. figs, and another citrus, and the other is pears. Uh, that pears do really well. Low maintenance. Okay. I'm going to take a while. Now, they're not Bartlett's. They're not Bartlett pears. They're more of a hard-eating or cooking pear. you got to have good teeth. If you're I eating. know, I know. Some of those pears. <laughs> Some of the pears are, are quite hard, and they need to be softened up. But anyway, uh, if you really want fruit, you know, that's... Okay, and three. people really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, what, is that what is that Warren? Right. Warren pears, and I... Except it's unpredictable. There's Warren and Ayers is the yeah. two that I like. And yeah, where does um, where do loquats fall into this? Loquats are, are well, they're not one of my favorites. However, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to do with they, them. It's acquired taste. It's yeah. acquired taste. But I don't talk about prolific. Yeah, it's that more seed be, than it is fruit. Yeah. Uh, can you make yeah. loquat well, jelly? I think you can. Old sensitive too. I mean, I think you can make jelly out of anything. Oh, no, okay. Yeah. They're yeah, that's trying, true. They have they're jalapeno trying to boom jelly. now. What's that? They're trying to boom oh, now. Oh, okay. So uh, they'll be sensitive to cold weather. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Or it might knock back the food production. But I I like them because they're uh, you know they're evergreen, and that they'll they grow in the sun or the shade. They make a ni- they're nice uh, border, a property border, and everything. Mm-hmm. So so they are they are. Uh, they fit into a lot of landscapes, and uh, not a bad cirruscape plant, even though they are an exotic. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the, there are a lot of places in landscapes where they uh, have a, a good role. Yeah, they, and like they, they regenerate themselves quite well in certain circumstances. Oh, so. they, what does that mean? I mean, they kind of can get pests. They can become a pest. Oh, yeah. There, but, ours were. Like I said, ours were bamboo and loquat together, but uh, I oh, have seen man. them. Uh, like I said, w- really? Yeah, you had both of them together. <laughs> yes. And you didn't include legustrum? <laughs> oh no! Should we have gotten legustrum too? And, <laughs> but you know what? Might as well have the whole eternity there. Uh, <laughs> you know what Milton did? He had to move out of his neighborhood. He, well, he did move one yeah. night. He just packed everything and he was gone, and his neighbors never knew. And, and actually, and he drove left his bamboo there. Drove yeah. by uh, there this week. I won't say where it is, uh, but uh, for the longest time, they had defeated the bamboo. And I have, probably have not been back there in a year or so. And the bamboo is back. It's uh, it never went away. No. <laughs> I know. That was, I was I was no. trying to figure out how did they get rid of it. What it did was, they do? It was lull, lulling you into you a just, sense of well. I'll tell you how they got rid of it on a quiet next, night. Can you hear it growing toward the house? Yeah. Yes. Next door neighbor, it's back too. But they got a, they had uh, uh, bulldozers with the uh, yeah racks that I think they on and pulled everything out. And then they had crews go through. Walking with shovels and pulling those pieces of roots out of there, but three years, four years later. No, no, you have to do it every year. It's like it never happened. Yeah, that's right. I saw. We were traveling through. um, I guess it was Alta Vista. Anyway, you know, that area near near north side of town or near just north of downtown, and somebody had planted. This was interesting. 
they had. Uh, I hope they're not listening, um, or they can call in Elf and tell and us. That's right. <laughs> they had. I know it's cool. They had taken um, three areas, looked to be about you know four by four, and spread them out throughout the front yard. They uh, <laughs> made a little raised beds. And they had bamboo coming out of each one, but between the, them there was just grass and soil and stuff like that. And it was like, oh, that looks interesting like that. Uh, but I guess that's either that's they're very, they're very diligent or that's clumping bamboo. Could be. Well, even a clumping bamboo is going to want to be wider than 4 by 4 Oh, okay. Well, maybe I have the, the thing wrong in terms of the size. But, yeah, it just looked neat. It was, it was kind of surprising because that's not the way you're used to seeing bamboo. Oh, what's happening behind me? Is it okay? Are we all right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Customers. Yeah, they look, right. like, they look <laughs> like somebody was growing bamboo. <laughs> <Bum, bum, bum. laughs> They're going to the greenhouse. <laughs> I said, I was going to get some bamboo till I heard that other guy. All right, 210-308-8867. Oh, yeah, I bet you're right. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, deep in the heart of Atkins, Texas. You'll find Prusky's Market. Uh, Prusky's Market is a great adventure uh, to, uh, if you want to go back in time, to a great meat market experience where you can find top quality meats, excellent service. And I know people throw that around, but you've only got to go one time to uh, to uh, be treated to uh, Prusky's uh, Market service and go, you know what? Yep, that's the way it used to be. Uh, they can answer questions for you. What are you putting together? Uh, what do you need? I'm trying to do a chili recipe for, uh, you know, whatever, tonight or the cold weather. Uh, what do I need? Okay. Uh, or or give, bring them your recipe, and they will help with that. In fact, that's the cool thing, too. Although, uh, you know, one of the things they do is sausage. Uh, but I've had people call who don't want salt uh, because of high blood pressure in their sausage. Uh, Millburger, I'm not Millburgers, Prusky's, no problem. Uh, they made them, now they make a large batch. But if you want great tasting sausage and you've been giving up stuff uh, because of it, I had somebody that wanted to know if uh, Prusky's could make turkey jerky without salt because they couldn't have the salt. And uh, I texted Edmund and he said, yep, you're just buying it in quantity, but you know, if, if that's something you like or you've missed. Um, the uh, but if you buy if you get their Swedish sausage, yeah, it, it has salt in it. Oh, it does it. You yeah, know that uh, from experience. Oh well, I'll you just could probably yeah, you could, not not that much, but, but uh, uh, yeah, you could probably ask them to make some. Uh, you could probably get the non-Texas Swedish well, sausage. Well, if yeah, you want. what they did is they put a little uh, Texas seasoning yeah, in there, and yeah. really, it's really pretty good. See. All right. Well, you, uh, take a take a ride out there when you're ready. Uh, I don't know if you want to go today or not, but uh, Prusky's Market right there in Atkins, Texas, between 410 and 1604. Or go by today and load up with uh, with beef and meats and all kinds of uh, things, uh, duck and quail, duck and quail and meat's Goose. gonna get a Geese. goose. And, okay. Uh, all right. Sorry. That so was, they are open today. Uh huh. Until uh, like like five. Okay. Cause it's a, I was it's gonna, a shorter day. I was going to get a big platter to oh. uh, celebrate the Lions on their win over the <laughs> West Coast Rams. Okay. So I was going. When is that game? That's tonight. Okay. Oh, okay. So and that's what I was going to do. I was wondering. Yeah, and ask them about their uh, senior and single packs yes. too. That's yeah. kind of cool. Prusky's Market, ten one forty Highway eighty seven in Atkins, Texas eight three zero. 
or PruskiesMeatMarket.com. Check out their root beer, too. They've got all kinds of exotic root beers. All right. So we had two topics that we were discussing during the break. Which one you want to hit, Mark? Uh, Uh, I I think uh, Calvin led me down this direction. Which one? uh, Oh, talk about that in your neighborhood. Well, yeah. So I I noticed some people trimming trees, and I'm pretty sure it's possible they did, uh, but pretty sure they did not paint them. At least if they painted them, it was a clear paint. Uh, is tree uh, that, that, that could that, that is acceptable? Okay, oh. um, but uh, I was all in a tizzy when I called Mark. It's like, oh, we're we're going to get old quilt in our neighborhood. What do we do? Um, and Mark said, "Calm down, calm down. Stop running calm around down. with your hands in the air." <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, nearly well, I would have to say all all the communities in this area had some type of oak wilt ordinance. I know because I happen to write most of oh, them. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and they requires pr- a painting of a fresh wound uh, within 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. So, however, if they had forgotten, if anybody out there has forgotten to paint, mm-hmm. and you should do it within 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. This, is, this time of year is the perfect time to make that crime of omission. Okay. Um, so that, uh, yeah. So there's no insects, no insect vectors, and they're unlikely to have any form of the fungus that's transmittable. That's uh, uh, that was that was a uh, nice relief. And a lot of functional uh, xylem going on. That's Techni- what, what causes it. You're supposed to still comply with. The, yeah. Yes. But it's, it's safer for you, safer for your neighbors, right, right. and and it's still still the law according to the ordinance. Yeah, uh, yes, it's an ordinance, okay. and some of the communities have more stringent ordinances than others. Oh, but that is the basic uh, premise or wording of the ordinance, and almost, almost all of them. Now, is they must paint within a certain period of time, and it's generally twenty to thirty minutes. Okay, and Mark has been involved in a lot of neighborhoods that were faced with oak wilt. Mm-hmm. Once it, it gets in your neighborhood. It's it's a problem, and I've been involved in some. Uh, it's a painted rear. Oh gosh, a lot of damage, uh, hard to control, easy to prevent, mm-hmm. hard to control, and so you wanna you wanna just be careful. You wanna paint those wounds. You wanna comply with the uh, the laws, and uh, just be careful. Well, your oak trees are, are a major part of your land value mm-hmm. too, uh, so that that's important in the long term, but. That na- neighborhood where I lived over there, where that uh, the oak wilt moved across from the rural area into mm. the into the housing area, and the next thing we knew, we had just a whole so, uh, like right. was, three yeah, quarters rural, of a mile of uh, three to five oak. acre lots, and uh. they didn't uh, they didn't really care too much, and then all oh. of a sudden, oh, yeah, was neighborhood was adjacent to it, and phew, over and now now we're talking. Smaller lots and the trees are much more important and, and dear to them. Yeah, to the residents. And who's going to pay for the the effort to to cut cut those roots and to remove those infected trees? Right. That's that's a very difficult question to hmm. answer. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So yeah, just just paint. That should be that, that, just, that, that, just that, like uh, Nike. Just paint it. It's uh, 100% safe. 
successful in preventing okay. the disease. Lots of it. Where, where's the best place to get information, Mark? Is it? Uh, uh, it's still the uh, TexasOakWilt.org. Uh, that's a website that was originally put up by Lady Bird Johnson and the Texas Forest Service. They're okay. new name now, Texas A&M Forest Service. Okay. Uh, so, but that's still the best spot. It's TexasOakWilt.org. Very cool. Yeah. There's other others that are just that are nearly as good, but I think that's still one of the best ones. So, where you have municipalities within the city, say Alamo Heights, or mm-hmm. other, mm-hmm. they're, they're mm-hmm. their own things. They all have their own ordinances, and yes. pr- you can pretty much count that everyone has. Yes, there's they, 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 they are the, the basic language is paint within a specified period of time. Okay, used and then, to, it and used then, to be five days, but it's. Uh, well, it's, what Mark well, says, it's, it's, not. it's after five days. Don't worry about it. If people will come and ask me, well, I painted it five days ago. I said, don't worry about it. Oh. It's already sealed itself off. Or the damage has already been done. If yeah. I'm feeling a little cranky, you know, I want to put that a little guilt on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, certain uh, communities um, have more restri- restrictive or, uh, or, uh, ordinances where you can't prune at all mm. during a specified time. And generally, it's in the springtime. Uh, okay. F- because, again, if you think of a bell curve, that's when the trees are most susceptible. That's when the insects are most prevalent. And that's when the fungus, the form of fungus, which is transmittable, is most, uh, ap- not apparent, but most most available. Okay. Yep. Just paint it. Just paint it. Yeah. Or, right. And uh, when you use a professional, uh, make sure yeah, they're make cert- sure they certified and that they... Follow the, the well, rules. Yeah, you can always ask them. So yeah. The paint. Now, the really hilarious story is uh, 25, 30 years ago when I was going around uh, talking about Oakwell and describing it and how to control it, Oakwell management. They would, <laughs> people go, well, isn't there a minimum size that I don't have to paint? No, oh, okay. And I go, no, 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 and anything. That's a fresh wound is uh, technically uh, a, a possibility for infection. But isn't there any size? And I kept getting it. And I said, ah, you know, probably a dime or a nickel is the size of that. It's probably, you don't have to paint that. That's probably already, it seals itself so quickly it's probably not. Okay. Sure enough. A couple months later, what do I hear? Oh. Oh, we don't have to paint anything that's a dime oh. or a nickel. I'm so that's not what I said. You pressed me. <laughs> you pressed me. I don't I, understand the I, difference I, between 30 minutes and five days, though. Um, uh, well, they were the, a lot of times they were going, but 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 it was five days ago, you know. And I'm like, don't worry about it. It had to be within 20 or 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. So, so we're uh, still- because the, the the wound does seal itself off, but by the time it seals itself off, it may be attractive to the nitty doodle bill. So in that needles. twenty or thirty minute window, uh, so nothing happens really between that that thirty the end of that say an hour after it's done and five days. There's no difference in the tree. Uh, well, I'd, I'd probably say a couple hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you want to be careful. Now you can't say any of that stuff is definite. Okay. Because the research. Research is uh, uh, inconsistent sometimes, and then the research results, they, they get better techniques and they find better oh. results. So you 
You just want to be uh, you want to be careful. It's just not worth it. yeah, it's yeah. not worth making a mistake like that. Okay. And you said oakwilt.org and that'll give you the descriptions. Te- yeah, Texas oakwilt.org. And that'll give you cuz a lot of times people call and they think they see something that looks like oakwilt and yeah. they right. they want to know if it is. Yeah, and they can always call uh the the Texas Forest Service. Yeah. Offices. Oh good. What are things that you would notice in the next few minutes that we have? Uh, like About Oakwood? Yeah, is that where uh, the leaves stay on the... No, no, it would be defoliation. Okay. And it will go between trees. It will be a gradual expansion okay. of, of an area. Because oak, live oaks, grow in what are called mots. Mm-hmm. And as as the disease spreads, those trees will begin to defoliate and and, yeah. and die. You can kind of see the, in some uh, ideal situations, of course, ideal is the long term, but in some situations you can see the disease just pass through all those interconnected live oak roots. Mm. And uh, the ones closest to the origin of the disease are the most severely in terms of leaf. And the ones that are just starting are... Two hundred feet or oh, five hundred wow. feet away, and and the leaf is very distinct. It's orange or yellow veins on the live oak leaf. So they that that's what the disease does. It discolor, discolors the leaf uh, veins uh, to an orange or yellow. There's only one kind of well. It's well, there's two. I one, found out. One confusing is the. Sometimes lightning does the yes. same damage. Oh, really? Yes. And know who discovered it? Who? Me. What? You? What? And then uh, Dr. Apple, I said, put me on that. Put me, you know, I want to be a citation somewhere. And he says, well, they found it also in, in South Carolina. I said, but I was the first one in Texas to find it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, you didn't get a citation? I didn't get a citation. Oh, man. We'll cite you. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> All right. 210-308-8867. I was trying to think of uh, other questions on this because we do get a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and, again, it's mostly in the springtime. Yeah. Uh, that's the serious time uh, between February 1st, first couple of weeks of February to mid-June. How quick after it's infected does it? do you notice the changes? Uh, it would depend on the season. Okay. And the temperature uh, within the season. And the trees? Uh, but, but yeah, and, and the tree. Hmm. Surprisingly, sick trees, it will move slower huh. than healthy trees. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, the, 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 the xylem is bigger and more healthy, and so it just moves right through. Wow. See, essentially the oak fungus uh, that makes the tree die of thirst. We're talking months or days? Uh, no, or? we're talking about a couple of months. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. You're, you're, we're talking on the upper end of six, six to eight months. Okay. Very interesting. All right. Uh, Texas Oak Wilt. Uh, and remember uh, to email them and say, I heard Mark Peterson said that uh, <laughs> the lightning can also cause these symptoms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> And if people have questions... I'm still angry about it. Obviously. I know. I don't blame you. Should they take a branch to somebody? Should they call their urban forester? What they do? Yeah, they can call the local offices or uh, actually Aaron uh, out of the Kerrville office oh, okay. is the one that's handling most of the county stuff. Very cool. All right. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. And uh, 
uh, talk about post-freeze stuff. Post-freeze management. Right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 in Bolverde Road. Come out to visit or call us at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. And now back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. Hey, we're going to visit with Robert Ruiz of the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. We have a blood drive here at Millburgers uh, next Saturday from 10 until uh, 3 o'clock. Uh, Robert, how are you doing? And I forgot your title. I'm sorry, uh, but I, don't, I hate to leave out titles. Uh, sure. It's the... I'm the senior communication specialist for South Texas. Oh, okay, Baptist and we've issue. talked before, haven't we? Yeah, we did. We, we've talked before, and it's always great to be on the show and talk yeah. about blood, but also talk about all the great things that Millburgers doing. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, so um, about every quarter, Millburgers has a blood drive out here, and lots of people come. Uh, pretty much, uh, I see the same people each quarter. Uh, uh, they've got their uh, their uh, armband of uh, courage on there. Uh, where they've uh, donated. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we were trying to talk to, oh, and uh, actually, Robert, I'll let you set us up here. Uh, what's going on with the, with, the, with the situation with blood in South Texas, and uh, where do we stand, and why is this drive so important? Yeah, definitely. Um, this drive with Millburger is, is coming at a, a time when we, we see uh, the lack of donations. You know, we are going to see lack of donations going in from the holidays into the beginning of the new year because just high schools are out. People have, uh, it's flu season. People are still traveling, trying to get back home. So we know we're going to see a decline in donations. And that's why um, it's recognized as National Blood Donor Awareness Month as well in January to just kind of remind everyone that I know we're starting a new year. Um, it's We're all making our New Year's resolutions and, and trying to get be better. And, and this is one way you can give back to your community where it doesn't cost you a thing, just less than an hour of your time to, to come in and, and save someone's life. Um, we're asking people to do that not only during this month, but make a commitment to, to donate at least four times this year, if not more, if you can, to, to come out and, and donate. And like you said, we're, we're quarterly out there at Millburger. Um, and so this is a great opportunity for you not only donate there but today or this upcoming blood drive, but um, on several times this year. So um, we're conveniently located there, like you said. Always a great partner we, to be with uh, Millburger Landscaping and Nursing. So awesome, awesome partnership that's been going on for years. How, how about uh, folks that had, had attempted to give blood in the past and because of some medication they took or some conditions they had back then they were not able to give blood now but uh do things change do medication um requirements change do uh periods after uh, a uh, disease has been dealt with and everything change do you can you move from a uh no i can't you don't need to give blood to a, a period when you when you can give blood again? Definitely. The, the, like you said, things are always changing. That We are regulated by the FDA, 
and they are always updating their regulations in which we follow and we have to follow and they are always updating so maybe a medication that maybe deferred you before may may not have deferred you now and i think the best way to go is um, look in the, at our website southtexas.org and we have a list of medications that you can see and we uh, we update often to kind of let let people know that of medications that you may be taking or how what what may defer you. But one thing I, I tell people all the time is uh, don't defer yourself. Give us a call. Let us yep. know um, because uh, you never know. You may be able to. You weren't able to donate it maybe a year ago because of medication or travel or whatever that may case be. And you may be able to donate donate now because like I, like you said, FDA is always updating. So there's there's things that may have. Um, prevented you from donating before that may allow you to do do it now. So, yeah, give us a call. Look us up on the website and uh, find out for sure if you you can can donate. Thank you. We're going to keep talking, but uh, what's the website again? So we'll we'll say it a couple times because that's important, Uh, not only to get information, but also to to, uh, kind of reserve a spot for, uh, for this blood drive coming up. That's correct. You can visit us at, at SouthTexasBud.org for all the latest information um, and to schedule an appointment, like you said, and uh, on the day of your donation as well. Um, you can also go in there and fill out the the health the health wellness um, questionnaire that you're you'll be you'll be asked that day. So, kind of speeds up the the process just a little bit. Uh, Want to give yourself at least an hour, but it takes less than an hour for you to be in and out and mm-hmm. on your way. Yeah, and the um, I've I've done it both. You, it does it. The the difference, it, it's different. But uh, I I don't want to discourage somebody who doesn't go online, uh, but going to your website, uh, which again southtexasblood.org, and registering for this one, picking a time, all that good stuff, makes it so easy. I mean, they'll ask, do you have an appointment? Yes. Okay. What time was it? It's you know one thirty. Up. Oh, come on in. Uh, and uh, so. Um, that's that's my best practices uh, for uh, participating in the blood drive this week. Millburgers rewards everybody that comes. They do. Uh, Millburgers has a uh, a ten dollar gift certificate for everybody that offers uh, to give blood, and uh, then of course the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center also has uh, thank you gifts that they do on each drive. Um, you want to talk a little bit about those, Roger? Yeah, definitely. So, like you said, always a great part with Millburger. They're giving that $10 gift, gift certificate. But we are also want to recognize our donors. And since it is National Blood Donor Went, and mm-hmm. we're uh, asking them to uh, commit to donate, we're giving a Commit for Compassion t-shirts. Those are shirts that you can kind of keep track uh, on your own saying, hey, I, I'm committed to donate at least four times this year. And think about it. If you're donating four times this year, that's that's twelve lives that you're impacting. Not only their lives, but the family's lives. You're getting them healthy enough to get back to whatever to their families. A, a child getting back to school, a dad getting back to work, and mom getting back uh, to work as well. So whatever the, the illness is, you're helping that family not only with their loved one, but getting a family back together. So kind of see it that way as well. Um, but it's a it's a T-shirt that we're giving our, our donors um, for National Blood Donor Awareness Month. Just kind of making that commitment that they're going to help us donate at least four times a year. And it's open to, to organizations as well, like Milberger, I said, like you mentioned, four times or they're doing it quarterly. We're asking others mm-hmm. to come up and, 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 and kind of uh, do the same as Milberger and be and follow their, their lead and, and hosting four drives a year as well. So great way to give back to your opportunity to the community, 
by, by giving blood and saving lives. Plenty of parking. Yeah, and it's, it's again, real easy and almost painless. I mean, there's a, there's a brief little uh, stick, but that's really about it. And it's, it, it's surprising. I mean, the people who do it are so good. Well, uh, I'm kind of heartbroken. Back well, oh, no. 30 Roger, years I'm ago, sorry you we have used to, hear to get story. some really nice cookies <laughs> when we went. But <laughs> no longer did <laughs> cookies. Calvin and I are very disappointed. Calvin still gave blood, but uh, he, he grumbled. He'd come back and grumble about the cookie situation. He wants homemade cookies. By, but uh, I think we're beyond that. Uh, we're talking to uh, Roger Ruiz, who at the uh, South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, talking to him about the upcoming blood drive next Saturday at Millburgers from 10 to 3. Uh, South, it was uh, SouthTexasBlood.org, right? That is correct. SouthTexasBlood.org to find out all the latest information. Yeah, Roger, do again. You you mentioned it, but it, it's always uh, it was a a fact that I did not know. So one donation can help three people. How does that work? So that's correct. One donation can help to save three lives. So what happens when you donate? Your blood is made up of different components: red blood cells, platelets, and plasma. And each patient is unique and different in what they need. So once you donate your whole blood, it'll be taken back to our lab where um, we separate those components out. And that's why we can say with one donation, three lives can be saved because each patient will may need just platelets or they just need red blood cells and others just need plasma. So with that one donation, you're helping save three lives. Yep, it's, it really is uh, It's an amazing thing. It's so easy to do. Are you looking for any uh, particular uh, type of blood right now? Right now, we, we, we appreciate all blood donors, all blood types, but especially those of type O, O negative and O positive. And that's just because in O negative, it's the universal red cell type that can be donated, that be, can be transfused to any patient in an emergency. Uh, and there, but less than 7% of our population makes that up. So if you're an O negative donor, we, we, we definitely need you to come in, all blood donors, but especially O negative donors, O positive. A majority of us make up O positive here in South Texas, uh, and that's kind of the blood that you use most often in, in hospitals just because a lot of us uh, carry O positive here in, mm. in South Texas. So that's one of the, the reasons we're always looking for all blood types, but especially O's and O negative and O positive, um, the most common here in South Texas. So if we donate blood and we don't know what we are, are you? can you tell us? Yeah, definitely. So uh, once you donate blood, um, you'll, you'll, we'll give you a card that will let you go back into the system, our system here, where you can um, look at your vitals from previous blood donations as well. So it's kind of a mini physical, sometimes what they call it, a wellness oh, wow. check. You can always go back and kind of look at what your blood levels were as far as your iron, your your your, your your heart, uh, your heart rate, and uh, your temperature, as well as blood pressure, but it also you can also um, go in there and find out some other stuff. Like you can redeem points if you have points in your system, um, and then there also your blood type, like we were saying, that is another way to find out. So give it about twenty-four to forty-eight hours after your donation, and they'll have your blood type, your blood type on there. Okay, uh, Roger. What other best practices can you uh, advise listeners of that are? Uh uh, make it easier for uh, to donate blood uh, next Saturday from 10 to 3? Yeah, so definitely don't defer yourself. Go to our website, SouthTexasBlood.org, and register to don't, uh, make your appointment. But then also uh, the day of your donation, or even leaving that to the day, a day before, start in, uh, increasing your water the day of your donation. Eat at least a, a big meal. I say a big meal. This is your cheat day if you're, if you're exercising and stuff because uh, – 
your body, you're going to give a, a pint of blood. So eat a, a nice, rich iron meal, um, steak, green, green leaves, green leafy uh, salads, uh, all great. Uh, drink plenty of water. Bring a photo ID when you when you come out and um, give yourself an hour or less, and you'll be out in less than an hour and be on your way to saving some lives. Okay, and they're going to ask you, um, I'll see if I remember, are you doing whole blood or... Uh, what's the second one? And you oh, explain uh, uh, the differences. Yeah, so so you um, if, if if you're going to do whole blood, or they may ask you to do what we call a, a dual donation, a dual red That's cell it. donation, where it takes a, a concentration of just the red cells um, from your blood. What it is, our centrifuge machine there will take um, your blood, spin out only the red cells, and put your plasma and your platelets back into you. Now, that process may take a little bit longer, um, but And you are deferred instead of for the eight weeks um, that you traditionally um, deferred when donating the whole blood. When you do a dual red, um, what we call it is you're deferred for 16 weeks. And that's just because your body needs to take longer to replace those red blood cells in your body. But um, it's double the impact of, of what you're doing when you come in and donate that red cell. It takes a little bit longer. You want to give yourself mm-hmm. a little bit longer when, when, you, when you're joining those red cells. But a whole blood donation, less than an hour. You'll be in and out. Okay, very cool. So uh, one more time, the uh, website? Yeah, definitely. SouthTexasBlood.org to find all the latest information to schedule your appointment. Very cool. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for coming on. We'll see if you're you're around visiting when we're doing the show next week. Come by and say hello. All right, will do. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, 210-308-8867. But you'll find out all the information, too, at MillbergerNursery.com, MillbergerNursery.com, and you'll find the events or go to the On Sale This Week section. and it'll You can go to David's presentation and also give blood. There you go. You could take all the information you learned there, plus you'll get the gift certificate, and then you can use it the same day, right? Sure. Okay. So you can take, it's like a $10 off coupon. <laughs> Or a $10 plant for free. Oh, see? I like the way you're thinking. Hmm. Let me start thinking about what I could get. I like your version better, though. Okay, no, I was, I was thinking about that. Let's see. Yeah, it's uh, it, it really is great. And I'm, I'm being sincere from sitting doing the show for so long and sitting on the porch. You do see similar people come through each quarter. There's people that bring four of them to buy their Christmas tree or to help pay for it. Oh. There's a couple, so they actually uh, bring in eight. Oh to help wow! Pay for the Christmas wow. tree every year. That's kind of nice, though, in a way, because uh, they're they donated blood and their tree makes maybe it makes it a little more special. Okay, all right. So, what are some other things that they could uh, use the uh, the ten dollar gift certificate? Do you still have the uh, blue we, bonnets? We still have blue bonnets. Okay. Uh, we still have Christmas at ninety percent off. Ooh. So I mean, they can get a lot of that. For, yeah. For their ten dollars. I gotta go uh, walk 90% by the table. Ninety almost free, Milton. <laughs> I know. Almost I'm gonna walk by on money. the way out. Uh, and let's see, they could get almost. They could get three packs of onions, and then they can't get the three dollars each. Onions are gone. Oh, the onions are gone. Onions really? Are gone. Oh, never mind. Don't get that. Okay. Uh, Dianthus are uh, on sale this week. Yes. Okay. Four for five dollars in the number four pot. I don't know if they'll be on sale next week or not. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, Probably. Do we still have cyclamen? We do. Okay. Four, four for twenty. Four for twenty. So that'd be like two. Correct. Two coupons. Well, 
Yeah, you'd have to two plants. Yeah. So you're, you're yeah. yeah. Well, no, you can't get two because aren't they the normal price? If you're under four, well, if they're, yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, oh, I get yeah. it. But who doesn't get the four, four and you're getting two of the four? Gotcha. Okay. It took me. A Everybody little needs four. That's right. Yeah. But lots of things, and you can go to MillburgerNursery.com to see all the great stuff that's on sale. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, cool. I just wanted to bring that up because yeah, it is uh, with the holidays and people going back to school. The focus is not on donating. So Millburgers always times their uh, blood drives. Uh, Perfect time. So, anything else, Trace, on that that you want to bring up, or anything since we got you here for a second? Mm. I see the sun's trying to come out. It's trying. Yeah. Yeah. It's come out behind you. And out the we've got plenty of house plants. That seems yeah. to be what everybody's coming for. I thought it was going to be frost cloth today, but it's, no, it's house, house plants at this point. That's cool. Uh, but you're not. Uh, you're not. I was looking behind it. He was doing a camouflage dianthus. I saw he's putting a price tag on that, or whatever that is. I don't know what that machine does on the. The uh, that he was typing on, that was one of my favorites. Is the de- oh no, camouflage Diefenbachia? We have a lot of different Diefenbachias. Okay, so yeah, that's my favorite. By the way, I told you that last time. Yes, right? you did. You just like saying that word. I do, but also yeah, I like the plant. Uh, any other ones you suggest for for San Antonio uh, houseplant owners that are easy? So, so Going for easy, easy. is uh, yes, Zimmer callus, Zimmer folo. Zizi? We call it the Zizi plant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, almost indestructible. Woohoo! I've heard stories of six months between waterings. I've experienced three months between waterings. Wow. Really? Yes. Oh. Why am I just hearing about this? It's perfect <laughs> for people that go on uh, longer vacations. They don't, oh. they don't have to have anybody come and take care of it. Uh, pothos ivy. Also almost indestructible. Okay. I'm going to go look these up. Do I look under ZZ plant? Oh, it is ZZ plant. It does come up. Most people say that because they can't pronounce okay. the rest of it. Oh, that's neat looking. Uh, so I think there's more than one version in there, too. I think there's the green-leafed version, and then there's one that's very dark-leafed. Yeah, it almost, almost looks black. purplish, yeah. Um, I see that. There's the, maybe it's that one's called Raven? Maybe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty. It looks like there's a pot online that they planted both of them in and stuff, too. Okay. So ZZ's you're suggesting... Oh, do you need to run? I can we, no. can. we can take a break. We're up against a break, so we'll do that. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer is here broadcasting live from sunny Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I think your imagination. Is it a little, uh, am I being a little uh, overly uh, optimistic? Yeah, on that. It's still, it's fighting to come out. It's oh, it's brighter than it has been. It still says it's 29 degrees, but. Um, at your station. Yeah, weather at uh, weather.gov. We've already determined that there are four other weather stations. That's true. That have widely varying yes. temperatures. Yeah, Case had, I think, had 31 or something. But anyway, all right, I can find out again. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. That was interesting. Check out that, that uh, ZZ plant. That's a... Uh, pretty cool looking and there's a video on there 
I didn't water my plant for 300 days. This happened, but it looks great. I mean, but I don't think that's recommended. <laughs> uh, what do you say uh, that um, on the computer it said uh, three to four weeks? Everyone's yeah, this there. is uh, from sill.com. They were saying water every two to three weeks, uh, okay. which uh, I can probably remember that. Yeah. It's almost like watering once a month. Yes. You could, water almost, on, yeah. you could water on your birth date. Right. Third okay. week. Third week. Uh, okay, third week of, uh, of the month. Third Monday of every month, you will yeah. water the plant. And right. Trey, Trey said we still had uh, um, freeze protection oh, good. material left. Not all not all that, that we had yesterday, but still still a pretty good sol- selection. So, if, yeah, it's going to get cold. It's uh, cold right now, but it's going to get even colder. So if you haven't done anything or you got something that you want to protect, it's still, still time to get... Get it protected. It's about quite a difference between 31 degrees and uh, 15 <laughs> degrees or 19 degrees. Yeah. So, all right. So, Trace, can we get a rundown on the um, uh, inventory of the freeze protection that we still have? Materials? We had you. Last we, have, we have plenty of the 10 by 12s. Okay. They're good. Uh, we have a few of the green ones with the drawstring. Okay. And we still have like a whole roll of bulk. Bulk. You got the bulk? Yeah. Just like I said, I've, I've, I've found that bulk to be one of the easiest things to use. The, yeah. The, you can cut it exactly how you yeah. want to use it. Yeah. If you got strips of the cyclamen, thin strips, you can use it for that. Or if you've got just big big squares of uh, cyclamen and primula um, and Arf- and. Milton's uh, Whopper Begonias. Hmm. I've got that all three of them together there. And okay. To get one of those 20-foot bulk and put it over over the top. It's that, much easier to do a one big thing than right. piecemeal. Yes. Mm. And that, that material, that insulate material that, that I got from you last night is uh, thicker than, of course, uh, some of mine is... Uh, 15 and 20 years old, so maybe it may, maybe just got worn out. That yeah, could be. Uh, there is a thin one as well, but the thin one is uh, the seed guard, so it's really more for uh, small seedlings good. or keeping the uh, spider mites off of your tomato plants or something. Yeah, I think that's probably what I had year, years ago. But, uh, yeah, the thick, the thick one is also easy easier to deal with in the wind. Um, you know, getting it in place... And then getting it braced and, yeah, and held and down. Brick, uh, bricks and other yeah. stuff. We've sold a lot of topsoil. Hmm. Did you know? Yeah. Just oh. bags and they use it yeah. to stand yeah. down yeah. the weight. Yeah, I, I use some, some bags. Yeah, that, that's a, that one, that works pretty well. Yeah. But I can see it, yeah. Ba- bags of topsoil. Correct. Yeah. For a minute there, I thought they were just putting topsoil. Nope, nope. No. No. Bags. Hmm. All right, again, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. You want to talk about your post-freeze? Uh, yeah, I said since we're all, all three of us are here. Yes. So I want to ask everyone, yes. the experts. Oh, okay. So post-freeze. So next weekend or the next couple of days, Thursday and Friday, what would you be doing for your plants post-freeze? 
Well, it's supposed to freeze again next week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I would That's be, why I hesitated. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I would be patient. I think you you'll just have to see what happened in this freeze, and then it'll, and then you'll be able to assess. You may be able to assess what the best strategy is for the the next one. You know, maybe you don't have to do anything if it's wiped everything out, but or or if you've just got a you got some partial damage, then you can repair the corners or re uh, re weight the material in place, and so there'll be yeah there'll be hopefully most of it will work that you've used. I don't think a lot of people are doing. Um, um, heat sources. I I haven't decided yet whether I am. Yeah. Uh, uh, my, maybe I will with my uh, my beloved limes. But uh, the, the and did you change your mind after yesterday as to what you're going to use? Whether you're going to use like the refrigerator bulb that someone was suggesting? I think that was Bert. That was an interesting idea. Or you're going to go with your heat lamp situation? What, what are you going to use to? Well, I've got I've got that all those. Uh, Mechanics lights. Oh, okay. And then I just I just have a s- system of uh, electrical okay. lines, and then I just connect them all and and uh, put them in the in the middle of the tent-like structures. So, so the refrigerator light bulb, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think it's very hot, but I know better. <laughs> I tried a new one in the th- in the thing. And oh, my wife said, "Well, I want this one, or I want this one." So I. She came to look at it, and when I went to take it back out to the other one, I burned my finger. Okay, so it does put out heat, huh? Well, and well so, I like and the that, idea. It was obvious that Gardner had had good was, luck with it. Yeah, I like the idea about being weatherproofed and, and stuff like that. That made sense. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted you. I've never has any has anybody ever had um, problems with uh, fire from those heat sources? Not not, a, not, not, not from a mechanic's I, light or. A, uh, the only thing is I've heard melting, uh, that it was actually touching the plastic, and it wasn't a good plastic. Uh, that's why we always recommend uh, Thinsulate or Insulate. Uh, it's rarely does that burn. Yeah. That's why a mechanics light works so well. You just kind of hang it in the uh, off a stem in, in that tent-like structure of your plant, like a citrus, and then, of course, the the poultry light has got the the frame and the and that holds it up above the soil. So my son-in-law is a fireman. I'll have to ask him that. Yeah, question. right. Yeah, I probably. Yeah, I've uh, never heard of it. I'll be honest with you. A fire. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I haven't he talks about weird things happening all the time. So, yeah. uh, hmm. we'll uh, you know, out. Trace brought up the point that it's going to freeze next weekend. Right. As well, so it may be. Let me back up. Normally, we like to get things off plants as soon as possible when it warms up. I'm I'm kind of of the mind of just keeping everything on for the I would next keep, couple. Of I would keep the white one on, but if you got a green one, I would take it off and then put it back on. Okay. Yeah, that's the reason why we we don't want the heavy heavier stuff on the plant for once it starts getting warmer. Well, you definitely. Want to turn your if you got a heat source too, you definitely yeah. want to turn those off in between the most severe cold periods. 
Did, get, did I tell you all my wife took my heater from my garage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't, we yeah. didn't hear the end of the story. You may freeze. Well, there, is, there is no end. There's, apparently, I can't go in the garage for the next 10 days. Yeah. Bert is on the line. Got a pruning question at 210-308-8867. Which Bert? Yeah, I don't know if we have uh, Holotus Bert or Chalmette Bert. Or Michigan Bert. Chalmette. Chalmette Bert. All right. Where you at? Where you at, Bert? <laughs> All right. Well, I was asking the question. It's like everybody's worried about the freeze. I know it's a, everything's going to freeze. It's going to be a hard freeze, period. So I was saying, like, um, should they trim their trees back right about now and stuff like that when everything is going to sleep? That's what I call it when the trees, I call it trees go to nap time. Yeah, no. While they're dormant, you don't have to do that. Uh, any kind of thinning. Uh, if there is damage next spring, the tree will tell you, and you go in and get it done. But you don't you don't do it pre- proactively. It's one of the few things you don't do proactively. Watering? Okay. Yeah. Pruning? No. Well, no. I I just wanted to know, just like people know, because like some people do. It's like, uh, it's like go. All right, everything's going dormant. Go prune right. them back and stuff like that. Right. But I wanted to ask you, too, because I know you're like the tree expert they have here now. Um, do you, um, I'm, I'm going on 66, and I remember it's like about, uh, I don't know how tall you are and stuff like that, but it's like I'm, I'm about a little bit short of six foot. And about shoulder level, they had like a a band around the tree and we painted the trees white up to there and was that for to was that for the insects to just like was it a lime coat or was it just like for the birds to be able to see the insects so they can come eat them Hmm. both good ideas but no that they had no purpose i don't know why they did it um now i heard down in mexico down in the Mayan Peninsula, they were they did it, so because they could see the ants crawling up over it, but now it served no purpose, other than a nice wife's tale. Okay. Well, no, I just wanted to ask. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a very good question to ask. I thank yeah. you for your answer, and uh, I always love talking to you all. And, uh, well, I'm glad you did because yeah. I, yeah. I I was curious that, about that too. Well, well, let me give it just a caveat. Oh, we got a caveat, so, Bert. Cave, caveat. Mm. Um, on, <laughs> Not on, a cataract. I already got one of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on young trees, real young, thin bark trees. So uh, back uh, up north, there were there were honey locusts. Down here, more like. Uh, Red. Red, red, red oaks yeah. and red buds and, and things like that. On uh, what they wanted to do is prevent what was called sun scald, and they would either put burlap around them, or they'd paint the trunks white, trying okay. to deflect the heat off the trunks. So yes, it has been used for a purpose, but on a big tree, no, there was no, no purpose to do it. But on a young tree. Uh, particularly coming out of the orchard, uh, they wanted to prevent those from getting sun scald, which is just basically killing the bark. Well, yeah, uh, I understand that because, yeah, because I got, when I put my plants out in the summertime, I got 
Here I got like summer shades. I mean, like I'm I'm very good about that. Fruit trees are a problem with that too. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All right, okay. y'all. Well, and uh, like I said, y'all. Hey, where you at? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We're the only person that we, everybody here says y'all, but I think we're probably the only two yats uh, here. Bert. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, Bert. Right, bye now. Bye, Bert. Bye-bye. All right. It's just kind of a New Orleans thing. Where you at? Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. The number to call in uh, to be a part of the show. Yeah. And you want to talk to Michigan, Bert, you said. Well, eventually sometimes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I like to see what he's what he's doing and where whereabouts in Michigan is he okay. located. So, uh, formerly of Holotus, if Michigan Bert right. is listening, yes. call us at two one eight. Formerly of Holotus, eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, and uh, we'll talk to you. We'll have it be like a Bert day. It, today's our Bert day. Okay, now. Trace is grimacing and rolling his eyes. <laughs> it could happen. Well, we've got a couple other names that we have. Yeah. Don't you have a folks. Don't you have a Bert, too? Huh? Do you have a Bert? No, not a Bert, yeah. but we have uh, James. No, but who's your neighbor? That Bart. Bart. Okay, I was close. Bart. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got Bert and Ernie. Oh, uh, Al's asking us to uh, repeat some of the... Uh, City of San Antonio warming shelter uh, places. Uh, Mark has the information. I thought uh, if you're not in a position to write these down, um, it's most of the community centers um, in town. Yes, not all the community centers, but most of them, the senior centers. Right. So uh, the Normal, Northeast, Southside Lions, Garza Community, uh, Copernicus Community, Miller's Road Community, and... um, Lighthouse Temple. Now, now they're all running together. So West Community Church, Alamo Ranch Parkway, San Pedro Pio Catholic. That's way up. Hmm. Uh, Chris, uh, Christ the King Lutheran Church, and Universal City, uh, Elmendorf Community Library. That's important. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the libraries, mm-hmm. uh, 14 of the libraries, Central Library, Schaefer, Mission Library, Cortez Library, Bazan, uh, ba- Bazan, yes, uh, Library, Guerra, Maverick, Igo, Encino, Thousand Oaks Library, Tobin Community Center, and the Harlandale Community Center, oh, and the Quare Community Center. Okay. So a lot of those, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry, in Hamilton Community Center. Well, I'm so, sure. that, so I'm sure there's uh, located all on the, on the city's website somewhere. However, Calvin had a great idea yeah. yesterday is call 311. Yeah, if you've got a question about it, uh, want to know ahead of time just in case or whatever the situation is, call 311. And they, they do also do a great job of, uh, of helping with uh, situations. All right. 210-308-8867. We are going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. I call my home. I got to go. I got text. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. 
uh, Milton Glick, along with Trace Hazlett, Mark Peterson, and Dr. Calvin Finch. Up, oh, cut off again. I, I pulled it. I yanked it. Oh, did you? Okay. I yanked it. I'm sorry. We, okay, uh, there you go. Y'all talk. We can remind everybody too about the just the, the just the uh, deliveries we got into the greenhouse. Uh, it's and and uh, for some reason everybody oh. has noticed it because Trace was telling us about the tra- the traffic. We're we're over here at the doing the radio show adjacent to the greenhouse and. Uh, Lots of folks moving in because mm-hmm. of the, all those new deliveries and uh, some of those plants. I uh, I guess I am not an expert on uh, interior plants. You should go in there. Peter ordered some really interesting things. Uh, don't, don't ask me what because I, I just look at it and I was like, I've never seen that before. And it's obvious that a lot of our gardeners from the city are, are, are yeah, they know. based on the, on the uh, traffic we've got there. So... Still a lot, yeah, a lot to see in there. People like weird plants, Milton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, I like that ZZ plant. That's pretty cool. If you go read about that, we still got we've, Mark and I were now. deciding that you should order it. We, every, we do, uh, but they're like bo- in a not, transition. Not booming much. Yeah. What was that? Mark and I were dis- at least I came to the conclusion, and you don't have to. I don't I'm have sure to, I'll have a fresh batch for Valentine's Day, though. Yeah, I don't oh have to gosh. throw you under the bus, but. Uh, the uh, ZZ plant, uh, we were saying, just watered on the anniversary of your birth date every month. So if you're born on the 15th, you just water it on the 15th of every month. What so, do you think? Sure. I mean, it could take re- <laughs> it could take regular watering as well. Okay. This thing's versatile. You, you saw something really crazy on there. On the video. Oh, the video was yeah. they hadn't watered it in 300 days. Yeah. That's, that, don't do that. that. Don't do that. <laughs> I saw online it said you could do that. Um, famous last words. The uh, okay, I like that one. What about that one you? Out. Also mentioned the blue bonnets. Are they? So they're super six packs. Mm-hmm. And are they just red and white, or is there blue? It's mostly just blue. Oh, blue! Oh, wow! Yeah. So they're not in the greenhouse. Or? Yep. No. Yeah, they're in the oh, greenhouse. greenhouse. Okay. Gosh. Just yeah. about everything's in the greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you. Uh, uh, for a while there, we had uh, white and red, and but now we got green, uh, blue again. So, uh, blue, uh, blue bonnet plants. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the and plant them in your uh, cut flower garden, I was going to say, and they're very cold tolerant. We did get a fresh supply of seeds. Oh, of good! All, of all kinds of things in there ah. showed up um, Wednesday or Thursday on the, on the seed rack. Yes, so. y'all had all the bush beans that you were recommending for me because they color up. That's why I picked them for you. Yeah, I know. You got the, and there the, the, must be some rutabaga there. Uh, no, no. Oh, oh, I, I, check, I check, Calvin. No. Oh, I, th- I think there's a, a national shortage of rutabaga seeds. I think that yeah. I, I, I may have heard that on someplace. I don't know. Uh, I read that online. What about turnips? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's no, just, it's just a, a terrible situation. It's so hard to get <laughs> s- <laughs> Swedish sausage. It's so hard to get both rutabaga. The mem- oh, yes. Both the members you of the San Antonio Rutabaga Society are, gonna, are up in I'm, arms. I'm, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody, any of the listeners know, I need to get some Euperpastis um, and Werner's ginger ale for my celebration tonight. And uh, Coney Dogs as well. I'm a, these are what? all Michigans. Oh, uh, okay. Well, we did not ask um, the uh, our friends at the 
at the help me on the butcher shop. Oh, Prusky's. Prusky's. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I was going to call over there and see yeah. what they'd have for me. You but. didn't ask if they had uh, rutabagas either, did you? No, I didn't ask. Oh, that. Gosh. Hmm. I have never asked him. I'm pretty sure he likes to turn a profit. I know he likes to contribute to the, the survival and the stimulation of, uh, of uh, activities due to uh, uh, inspiring food, too. We'll have to ask Edmund next week how many calls he gets a week from rutabagas. Uh, uh, what, uh, I can answer that right now. <laughs> <laughs> can you? Same, he probably gets if he gets any calls on the Swedish sausage, he probably gets yeah. some on the rutabaga. The same people. Yeah. And Calvin, you're not allowed to call him and ask. Yeah, right? that's right. Well, we'll we will ask, but that's kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, you can get them in the store. But oh yeah, rutabaga. They don't do like because uh, you, you know you prepare them similarly to potatoes. You can't. Are there rutabaga slips? No. Do they get eyes? Do they get anything? No. Rutabagas are, you treat them, they're seeds. They're little teeny seeds, and then you, you treat them okay. just like, oh. Uh, it's like a big radish. Yeah. 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 Big radish good, or uh, yeah. turnip. I don't like those either. Turnip, yeah. just turnip. What's that? Turnip. I don't like radishes either. No, just, I've oh, okay. learned to like beets, a lot of radishes. Beets are so good. supposed I to be so good for don't you. I don't like those either. Uh, I hate it might beets. be just the look of the plant. Yeah. Maybe so. I think. Beets. Anti-beet. You're anti-beet? Right here. Oh, okay. Anti-beet society. Oh really? I, I love I, beets. I'll join too. that. Yes. Wow. Now, what about we got two members too. All right. Y'all can, y'all can play each other in um, pool. Uh, the big, big uh, rutabaga beet playoff. No, the greens. The beet greens are supposed to be healthy, but oh, yeah. uh, beets are supposed to be healthy. They're supposed to yeah. just juice them up. Yeah. No. What? No. No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Okay, I think they sell beet juice. I think you can buy yeah, beet juice. I'm sure yeah, somebody it's does. A, it's such a market. Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be an oxidizer and or not. I don't know. It, it helps with nitrogen. It's just, it just helps you. Nitrates, something like that. All right. So uh, we'll, we'll get off the... But that's good to know about the seed rack. Uh, do you recall what people should be planting uh, by seed right now? Well, I would assume there's still time to do some leaf lettuces. Okay. Mm-hmm. How are we doing on the... Uh, Small carrots, not big carrots. Okay. Uh, radishes. Yeah. Okay. Turnips. I think beet, beets you could do, too. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to be starting their tomatoes soon. Hmm. Now, are you going to have transplants oh. coming up? Are they in the greenhouse? I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, we got programs scheduled. Yeah. The 17th and the 24th. So you've got the celebrities in? Anything else? I think I ordered, uh, like... Three or four different varieties. Okay. Oh, but I thought they were coming in steps. Yeah, well, I skipped a step. Okay. So we right. have now, but in the greenhouse. Yeah, we have at least, celeb- there's four flats in there, and I wouldn't have ordered four flats. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, well, that's good to know. Everybody likes Celebrity, I know. That's a very popular one. Um, oh, man. Okay. Onions, What's that? Potatoes. Uh, well, we don't have onions. No. No onions. No. So you've the window of onions is gone, or either you're going to get the. I think I'm going to do candies next week. The, okay, those intermediate ones. Yeah, that, uh, we, t- that we, that we can sell year. past the end of January. Okay. Um, oh, and when do the roses start coming in? The earth kind, the antique roses. Antiques. I have to look at a calendar. Okay, because I, I thought of a question about this. I want to say it was the 19th. Oh, so that's before. That's like next Thursday or Friday. It's 19th. Okay. So the Friday. 
Antiques yeah. and the Lady Banksias will be here Friday. Mm-hmm. Although if the weather's bad, they may call me. Oh, okay. Both week. white and yellow. Correct. On, okay. On the Lady Banksias. Yeah. Um, then the, the hybrid roses, that's not for a while. That's the uh, second week of March, give or take, and the second week of April, give or take. But the ones that are coming on the 19th also include Grandma's Yellow. Yes. Belinda's Dream. Correct. Uh, Metabolist, which yeah. is your favorite. It is. Um, what else have I missed? You mentioned the Lady, lady Banks. Well, the pink. Oh, uh, the Katie Cal- Road. Cal- Caldwell Pink. I oh, it's no longer Katie Road. Well, no, I'm just saying. The oh, Caldwell Pink also? Oh, blush. What about the knockouts? Is this is I'm knockouts this sure one or next one? I pretty had a, I had a handful. Okay. I remember seeing them go somewhere. Because actually that. around town, they're blooming nice. They're looking pretty around town. The knockouts are. Yeah. They won't look so pretty come tomorrow, but oh. they'll be fine. Metabulous. Yeah, as of today, the metabulous were looking good. Yeah, so you don't have to cover your roses. I'm not going to cover those. Okay. My assumptions are going to come with no leaves anyway, or oh, okay. close to it. Okay. So will your roses defoliate? If it's cold enough. Okay. But so don't panic that your rose is dead. Correct. Yeah. Do you scratch it to kind of find out, or what? What just it, don't panic. Uh, yeah, you can do it, but I don't think there's a reason. Okay, I just didn't know whether you know because people are going to be. Oh my gosh! Look, there's no leaves. It's desiccated. Yeah. Did I do that right? We yeah, will, you, you desiccated. We yeah. will be getting those phone calls next week. <laughs> okay. So I was trying to figure out. Okay, how could you know ahead of time? So I was just going to do the thumbnail trick. Um, but okay. So what is? <laughs> what? what? You always do the thumbnail trick. What? The, what is that? Stimulate. That. Oh, nothing. I thought it was going to scratch it to see if it was still green it's underneath. Determine it. whether it's green underneath. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. It stimulates Milton, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to see if it's green. Like Trace will say, sometimes to cut down to the green. Correct. Right. Um, that that's uh, and that's frequently what we do this time of year. Now, if you are cutting, you can see where it's green. You don't have right. to do the thumbnail. Trick. I, I just go. Well, three yeah, but to you don't necessarily inches. need to cut any further than where you. Right. Uh, you just cut brown, cut brown, cut brown, cut green. Stop. I saw so one of my neighbors who kind of broke my heart. He he had mm. done so well. His roses were really looking good, but they were, uh, oh, five feet tall. Mm-hmm. And just uh, he had a red and it alternated with a, a pink. And he went ahead and cut them in half. And I, I wanted to tell him, well, why don't you wait till the, the bloom is spent a bit before you oh, okay. cut them in half? You don't need you have order after this freeze, I guess. I guess it won't cost them anything because the freeze would have. Unless it was a climber. No, this was this was a really a uh, controlled kind of. He's got a fence and lights. Uh, looks looks like a uh, hmm. formal, real formal setting. But gosh, the he had. And we just bought the property and had spent some time working on the roses and getting the weeds out and everything, and it really responded to the to it well. I was trying to figure out what the variety was. Trace, you got any? Uh, I don't. I don't think it was. Uh, what color was it? Both are. There was a red, red and, and a, pink. a pink, and they weren't. They weren't tall enough. I didn't think for the. Well, I guess you could have the miniature, but uh, the smaller. Um, I, was, I was just thinking, trying to think of what variety the choices we had. Uh, uh, you had the um, the retail, I mean the uh, commercial, stealing and all your dwarf double bloom uh, roses. I'm sorry, borrowing them. 
you lost me. Oh, uh, what's uh, what's uh, Rose that we've just been talking about? Knockouts. So the the dwarf double bloom knockouts. There is going to be double red. Yeah. Uh, knockouts in quantity, yeah. um, but I think that's more towards the end of February. Yeah. If you wanted something unique in red, yeah, I found double dynamites. Really? So crepe double no, red. I was going to say crepe myrtle. myrtle. And I think that those are going to be here this week. Oh, okay, yeah, because remember you weather, weather, weather yeah. permitting. Because if they, yeah, they're bad so, how tall will they be? Um, how tall will they be, or how yeah. tall are the uh, dynamite? It was a dynamite, so I assume it's going to max out around 15 feet. Uh, but oh, wow. that's just a guess. Yeah, yeah that should be quite short. Yeah. So over the past couple of years, Red Rocket and Dynamite were the favored selections of crepe myrtles. Oh, uh, but I'd never seen a double, double blue available blue. before. Uh, huh. Lots of exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Material. And, and fall is for fall and winter is for planting. So in South Texas, in South Texas, yeah. Unless it's going to be fifteen well, degrees. Well, that uh, said, only hardy folks will go out there and, and plant right now. Well, we'll get through it. We'll get through a week or ten days of cold weather, and then we'll we'll uh, see. We'll assess what we have. Yeah, there you go. And we'll start over again. And a uh, reminder, with just about the minute we have left, David Rodriguez will also be here besides the Blood Drive next Saturday from 10 to 3. David Rodriguez will be here. Uh, he will be talking about fruit trees, so your own little fruit tree orchard uh, and growing it. And he talked a lot about uh, that yesterday. Lots of good information. That's from 10 to 11.30. No sign-up needed. Just show up and enjoy. They'll... Uh, the location here at Millburgers has not been chosen yet, I'm guessing. Right. It'll depend on the weather, on the but, weather. It, but it's... Worst it's case scenario, we have outdoor heaters. Yeah, so uh, it'll be okay. Yeah. Follow the David s- smile, wasn't yeah. that? Yes, it lights, lights you warm. Follow the signage. It'll warm Follow your heart the signage. Uh, when David smiles at you. So that's coming up, and uh, we'll tell you more about all the good stuff. Uh, you can go to com to learn more yourself. On behalf of everybody here, thanks to you for listening, and thanks... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.